It's question time with Patsy. Da, 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 da. Question time. Patsy, mm. you're carrying Nime. She's awake, but you're helping her walk. Yeah. Um, do you remember a time when you've had someone on the brink of death and you've been helping them? And did they make it? Uh, it does seem familiar. As I'm walking along, I look down at my tattoos. And I see what was once two names blacked out in ink. And these were them, the two close ones. The ones that made this uh, flat world feel round. And while we did everything together, including fighting, and I tried to remember what happened next, but I can't. And as I keep trying to think... What happened next? If he keeps feeling blocked and my eye is drawn to a small tattoo in the back of my hand, that is a four within a circle. Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. Nime and Patsy were trapped in the ghost zone. Nim's bear spirit forced her to fight the giant spectral elephant that was threatening Patsy, but the scrap didn't go her way. She went down, but she got up again, and glimpsed Saturnian guards standing in the room with death. On the island, Signana exploded, and Jolene and Cremora escaped, Vern and Cassandra in tow. Jolene and Cremora. I think everyone's just kind of in stunned silence as they're getting away. There are clonk-clonks that are following after you, but you seem to be making pretty good speed at getting away from them, thanks to the efforts of Gahu's crew. There's definitely an elephant in the room, as some some of the people attend to the bleeding Cassandra. Can I attempt to help wrap up Cassandra's wounds? You go, like, you go over with some, like, cloths and stuff and, and try and help. You're not really an expert at it. Nope. The people on the ship are applying, like, poultices and herbs, uh, but then Vern comes over and says, Please, leave this to me. I am a mighty cleric. Of course, I've never actually used this spell before. I'm still in training, but I'm sure it will work. They sort of stand up in a snaky form and then start sort of doing these, like, motions. And then, with the power of the night court! Uh, and then fling forward towards Cassandra's wound. And I think a little bit of, like, the wound around her neck sort of shrinks in, but it doesn't really fully heal up. Hmm. I guess we'll just have to wait and see... Oh, I hope she's okay. Oh, she's really cool. And what the hell happened to my brother? Why is he a bull? That's a long, very long story. Is this your fault? When has anything Signana ever done been our fault? I don't know. I didn't really know him that well, I guess. Well, then that's something you're going to change, you know? Well, he's a metal ball now. He might not be a metal ball forever. I guess. 
I mean, he used to be a swan. Mm-hmm. Then he was an elf, and then apparently he was a robot, and now he's a bull. Mm-hmm. Just what? like I used to be a girl, and now I'm a snake. What? In my time, I have learned that gender is dead. And I have lived. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh! That's what you mean. Okay, you know what? That's yeah, fine. That's okay. I was just really sick of people finding out I'm a girl snake and treating me all weird and different. I should be feared. You're a snake! Anyway, my name is Vaughn now. Cool. Hi, Vaughn. You, did you actually want to know about the story about Signana? Or did well, yes. Uh, well... What do you remember when you were at the Tomb of Bosca with us? Uh, I remember I was with Cremora, mm-hmm. and then Cremora dropped me, mm-hmm. and then I banged my head on a door a lot, and then I ended up in a white zone with Cassandra, and then my brother came, and that made it worse, and then we left, but Bosca was dead. Yeah, so... The reason why Bosco was had died was because Oh god, I said I would tell the truth from now on. Um okay, so Bosco died because because I didn't stop Marrick in time. And uh Marrick is dead though, but I didn't stop him in time before Marrick destroyed the bell. Yes, that's what you told me originally. Oh uh, uh, yeah, totally forgot. Uh, I'm glad you're telling the truth. Uh-huh. You know, Cassandra always said you were a good person. Uh-huh. I guess you then did go on to stab her through the neck. Yeah, that's because I thought she was going to kill Cremora. And your brother. Yeah, that seems reasonable, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Threaten someone's life, get stabbed in the neck. Okay, maybe we should start all the way at the beginning. Basically, we were on a quest to, um, stop one of... Th- I think Grimoire is just kind of sitting off to the side, maybe. Um, maybe staring off into the ocean, just contemplating everything that's going on. And Gahu comes over to you. <sighs> We're heading back to Gizmodon now. No coin in our pocket. Give me one reason not to shoot you in the head. Well, that's incredibly confrontational. Yeah, do you know what else is confrontational? Having your entire living screwed over by some do-gooder... I think you'll find what screwed us over was and gestures over to Cassandra. Her involvement and the involvement of her employers, but nevertheless. Just keep to yourself and keep quiet, and then once we get back to Gizmodon, I never want to see you again. Counterpoint. We have two operational ironwalkers and the ability to control them. I'm listening. We know the Machinus family is willing to pay a large sum for... Just the orbs from mm-hmm. Ironwalkers. These would be worth a considerable amount more. We also have the advantage that I'm rather familiar with Magnus, the prefecture and the estate. I know how to deal with them, let's say. Roll parlay. That's an eight. Okay. That sounds good to me, but uh, go to give me that control stick thing. Certainly. And she hands it over. Yes! 
he takes it and he's just got this gleeful look in his eyes. Okay, okay. Uh, and the, and the, <laughs> the clonk clonk start just kind of like stumbling around and falling. Yes, this is so good. This is, oh my God, I got a headache. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, change of plans. We're going to Magnus after all. And the ship turns around. And now you're going a different direction. Yay. Yay. I'm going to pull Cremora aside after my talk with Sven and ask, why did you give away the the control rod? Well, because one of my best friends is one of the most talented thieves I've ever met. I'm assuming we don't want that control rod to fall into the hands of whoever your family are. No, we very, very much don't. Although I've been thinking about it. If they're looking for clonkwonks because of their souls, I don't see how valuable two empty ones are. Of course, I obviously don't want it getting anywhere near them. Mm-hmm. We can cross that bridge when we come to it. We come into the scene. Patsy, you have found somewhere to camp for the night and you started setting up the camp. What sort of area did you find in this haunted spectral forest? So I think I found a circle of mushrooms and I'm like, ah, that's a good omen. Let's settle down here. Should be fine. Looks like there's much room. I feel like Nim, who's kind of like semi-conscious at this point, takes one look at the ring of mushrooms and is like, Patsy, this is totally exposed. (laughs) (laughs) But like, if you can't trust trees, why be next to them? What? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. All I know is that everything here has been like, shifted. So like, where we go where there's the most amount of nothings is the safest. I think that's that's how you're supposed to think about this place. Is not think of it like a normal wood, but like a reverse wood. So you do the exact opposite of safe, and you're safe. Uh, sure, okay. And I curl up <laughs> in the mushroom circle. Fantastic. You set up like a small fire in the mushroom circle, and you set up your beds. I think the fire probably glows black. But it still provides just the dimmest unlight. It reveals things without really being bright. And Nime, I think you fall asleep while Patsy probably keeps guard, right? Yeah, keep watch. Nime, the druid. God damn. (laughs) Uh, Nime, you're having this dream. You come into this place. There is something in front of you. And it is a large... Blue bear. Okay, so I don't really understand who you are or what you are, but I understand that you're a part of me and you give me my powers. But what the fuck was that? You nearly got us both killed. Or at least me. I don't know what you do. Nimmy. Of Miss Pink. That's me. I am Ursa of the Running Stream. You've done well to get as far as you have. I can sense you have many questions. Have no doubt. Loxod of the Stretching Plains must be destroyed. You, you mean that 
the elephant spirit? Yes. Why? Because if you have some beef with this forest spirit that you want me to do your dirty work for, I'm not up for that. Like, emotionally or physically right now. Isn't there some way to help? Let me tell you a story. Long ago, before the animal spirits were sealed into people, we roamed the lands freely. Loxod did not stay content with his land. He was always trying to spread into the places around him, consuming and taking over, terraforming things to his desire. I wanted to kill him. It was the only way. I knew it was. But the original spirit that lived in this forest, Strigi of the Tangled Trees, <laughs> that wise owl thought there was another way. They made a deal with the people that lived nearby and tricked Luxod and sealed him in this forest. But what good has that brought us? only ended in misery. I should have killed him when I had the chance, and now I can. Okay. Okay, so hold on. The elephant isn't corrupted. It's just a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. You can see it clearly on his face. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, He wouldn't be the first nature or entity to be like that. Look, I'm in in no condition (laughs) to do anything about this right now. There is no dishonor in picking your day to battle. But I ask that if, if you cannot do it now, you come back and complete this task. My spirit is bound to you, and so are my duties. Okay. Very well. I'll come back. Thank you. I have one more question, because I assume this spirit dream's wrapping up. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? She says, as, as she starts, like, drawing away from him, and everything is fading out, and, like, a little bubble is, like, closing in. <laughs> Why? Why didn't you talk to me before? It's only in this place that I can reach you, because the power of spirit is resonating here. But we have a powerful place at this bank, and I I don't know, if you know what I know, and you feel what I feel, then you know how lonely I was. Is that what it is to be someone like me, like Pip, like Samira? To be... Druid is to be between two worlds. I don't think you can ever truly settle. I was always with you. Whenever you turned into a river rat to sneak into the kitchen and take seconds, it was both our bellies you were filling. By the way, please eat more custard tarts, they're fucking delicious. Oh my god, it's really dark now. The bubble is really small. Okay, it's really okay, shrunk in, okay. hasn't it? That's all, wow. folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we don't get to speak again, 
Thank you. Thank you for showing me the world through your eyes. Now, we won't say what happens when you wake up because we need to cut back to Patsy. (laughs) Now, Patsy, there is a very limited use move here. Uh, When you're on watch and something approaches the camp, roll plus wisdom. Oh, yay. That's one of my best stats. Ah. Oh, that's a seven. Ooh, lucky. Just in there. (laughs) Uh, On a seven to nine, you react just a moment too late. Uh, So, Patsy, what were you doing that distracted you? I was staring at my brass knuckles, and I was like, how can I make this more hurdy? Like, if I put, like, a, a mushroom would cushion it. Like, if I had, like, like metal, but, like, thorned metal, I'm a better mind than any of those in Gizmo. That would be great. Just lining it on the... Oh, wait, then again in my knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, I'm distracted while I'm trying to think of what's to do with my brass knuckle. Okay. You're, you're looking at your brass knuckles uh, really, really intensely. And it's about now that you look over at your shoulder, and there is a mushroom on it. There's a mushroom with a big red cap and white uh, spots, uh, and just little legs. Hello, as I put on my brass knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> um, it kind of angles its little legs down, and then tries to leap into your mouth. I will do my reflex, anything that tries to go for the face, and I meet it with my forehead. <laughs> that, that's that's the usual tactic. Okay, that sounds like dexterity to get your forehead in place instead of sure. the mushroom. Um, that's experience. Oh no, oh, no! <laughs> yeah, you're going to do a battle cry, uh, and this mushroom is sucked straight down into your mouth. <laughs> So I think the initial effect of eating a mushroom is minus one ongoing until you've had time to rest off this effect. So you're starting to feel woozy. Um, And when you look over, there's a group of mushrooms starting to crawl up onto Nimes, crawling up her legs and towards her mouth. All right, I need to just shake them off. So I grab Nime by the foot. (laughs) And... Just, like, wielding, like, a long sword. Yeah, this will just be me trying to shake off all the mushrooms at one point. Roll strength. I'm so scared! Nime, you're woken up, uh, flailing in the air. Ah! And you can either go with the flow um, and keep being shooken around... In which case your head will kind of glance into the fire and you'll take some damage. Or you can sort of wriggle free, uh, in which case you will suffer the effect of the first mushroom. I'd rather not take damage right now. (laughs) Yep. So you slip three of Patsy's grasp, but this strange little mushroom thing jumps into your mouth just as you're saying, like, what the fuck is going And it goes down into your belly and you suddenly feel real woozy. I'm like, sorry, I was up. So you're minus one (laughs) on going until you get to have a little bit of this nappy nap. The other mushrooms got shaken off you, um, but they're still around your feet. And they're kind of spread around both of you. Alright, so I'm gonna use a use of my adventurer's kit to pull out an unlit torch and then light it with the dark fire. 
and I'm gonna make me some s'mores. <laughs> uh, roll hack and slash for the minus one. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I got a 12. But I have a move called Smash. <laughs> that is of a great name for a move. When you hack and slash on a 12 plus, you deal your damage and choose something physical your target has. A weapon, their position, a limb. They lose it. All right, uh, D10. Uh, that's 10 points of damage as I just club one over and unfortunately put out the torch with my powerful swing, but take off the cap of the mushroom. I mean, with 10 damage, you kill all the fucking mushrooms. You swing around and you knock every single head off um, and the bodies catch fire and burn. Um, and as they burn, the smell is sweet. And kind of tempting. You're gonna finish that. No. <coughs> yeah, that's true. Like it's you know, like there's little things that like smell nice but don't taste. But they nice. taste like shit. Yeah. I, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking yeah. about. Uh, yep. Perfume. Smell <laughs> 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 is so good. Man, those don't taste good at all. I'm not familiar with this soap thing. <laughs> so like, I'm joking. <laughs> all right. I mean, we don't have a lot of soap in Mistbag, but I know what it is. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, like that, it, it ain't yum. Mm-mm. Nah. But, like, it smells really nice, though. I've been mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I, like, go and stomp on them so that they're all dirty. Nah. No. <laughs> now they're all footed up. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I feel a little bit sick. Yeah, I feel a lot a bit sick. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that it was the mushroom and not the dying. Um, by the way, about mm. that, when we meet up with the others, please don't tell them. What about the mushrooms? Uh, you can tell them about the mushrooms. Please oh. don't tell them that I went down. Oh, that you that you uh, transform. Oh, I know you didn't transform into a corpse. You were literally a corpse. Yeah. Yeah, troops, that might be a bit of a... They'll worry. I mean, Kamara will will worry, mainly. I feel like Jolene's very live and let live. She'll be like, well, you're alive now. Yeah. So that's all that matters. But Kamara... Kamara looks like she'll worry. I mean, didn't you have, like, that conversation that was like, uh, please be careful, and then you always, like... (laughs) I'm fine as I am the forest. Uh, this is me. Uh, like that's what sort of what I got from it, and then yeah, um, it was a touching moment. It, yep, yeah, it was very touching of, of love and hubris. Yeah, mm. it's not really about my pride. I don't. I mean, it's a little. It's a. It's a little bit about my pride. I just don't want her to worry. Yeah, I know that's fair. It's it's a hard going through that. And even if the results of it are passed, it still gets to you, you know? Yeah, um, there's probably something you should know about our little group. So, Cremora died. So, like, before or after the... What was, what was the other... Um, the Sai Mama... Um, Signana, yeah, he, Signana, he died twice, actually. Before, it was before Signana. Okay, before all that. It's how I met Baramos. Oh, Barry. Yeah. 
So Kamara didn't come back the way I did. She she was she was gone, and I made a deal with Barabbas to bring her back. And I I think we're cool on that now. I'm not really sure. We kind of talked about it. I feel like we're cool, but I also feel like we might not be. And I don't really know how to do this. I decided to look at the tattoo on the back of my hand. Sometimes that's the hardest call to make. When all's said and done, I get... You just hope they live their life with what's given back. I think it did's a good thing. Thank you. You were literally the first person who said that to me. <sighs> you had some ones? I believe so. So I found ones, so they ended, I guess, in Palm Barrel. I have no ideas about the other one. Things come slow. And I'm not always right. Like, I'd have thought that, like, Pine Barrow used to be, like, holes in the ground. But then I was getting confused about the windows and the not windows. And the... I'm really unsure about a lot of things. About a lot of me. But I know those two were there. In Pine Barrow? I don't know. I mean, it was... It was hard enough... Knowing that she'd been gone for ten minutes, I can't imagine. Yeah, whatever. Five hundred years. Yeah, it's a long time scale. Um, all I can hope for is that they moved on. We can try and find out if you want. I think that'd be nice. Perhaps I mean, when all is said and done. Yeah. I mean, we're going to a library. They might have records. You're in a war, right? Look at my tattoos. Yes, I think so. Then let's go look for some records and stuff. I mean, Kramar gave me this book list, and I hold <laughs> up a list of, like, eight books. I'm going to look for these, but maybe you can look into some war history. That could be good. I might do that. Thanks. It's the first time I had someone who really... Well, I guess it's, like, the first time in since this time, because I don't remember the other times. It's like there's a lot of firsts, but... <laughs> Thanks. I feel like you're the only person who understands that whole thing at this point. So, you're welcome. But also, thank you. And also for saving me. <laughs> okay, I'm. that was a real nice chat. I only have about one of these in me per month. So, I'm going to go puke now because that mushroom's really kicking in. Yep. I'm oh, no. inside. <laughs> And then we'll rest up and we'll head on. Yep, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. To our boat goers, mm-hmm. you're bobbing along on the surface of the water, doing your things, when Vern says, Cassandra, you're awake. Vern, where are we? Uh, on the sea? And Cassandra just, like, suddenly shoots up. Ow, uh, on the sea? We're meant to be on the island doing the destiny. Explain yourselves. Kidnappers, take me back. Take me back to the island right now. No. By the order of the night... What? No. No. I said no. We're not taking you back. <laughs> and the guy who's just like, yeah, I mean, she just, like, made a big deal to, like, go to Magnus. We're not going back. No, stuff that. But I decree it. 
And the nun's just like, uh, you know there are, like, people in those leg walkers? What? The leg orbs have souls? Yes. I think so. Yeah, Vern's brother is in one of them. And I pull out Signana's orb from a bag. So, that whole time we were surrounded by people? Yeah. Their souls have been trapped inside those orbs. I... Oh, and she kind of falls back. Oh, I think I've pushed myself a little too much, a little too quickly. Well, I'm sure this was just an oversight by the Night Court. I'm sure this wasn't part of their mission, those little machine people. Do you mean the ones that were explicitly serving you because you're agents of the Night Court? Well, I thought that was why, but maybe that's just what those people wanted to do. Because they thought I could help. After all, I am a member of the Night Court. Okay, whatever. Point is, we're not going back. But we weren't done with the telescope. Well, then you're welcome to swim back. What were you doing with the telescope, by the way? I think Cassandra looks very guarded for a second, but then Vern is like, I trust them. I mean, I know one of them stabbed you in the throat, but <laughs> you did have good reasons. What good reasons to stab me in the throat? You stab things all the time. <laughs> I guess I do. <laughs> I was around of the camp, uh, and I suddenly was gripped by a power. Uh, and I got out uh, my journal, and I wrote down a list of instructions to myself. And they would code these coordinates, and then find this machine, and then do all these calculations about an object in the sky. So I found a book about astronomy, and several about astrology, which I've since found out were absolutely no help. <laughs> and I went with my apprentice, Vern. See, see, that's funny. You see, um, I've also had visions uh, centered on that island. And in mine, it's the center of the end of the world. The center? Of the-, the end of the world begins on that island. Who knows? You might have been the person who starts the end of the world. But no, the Night Court wouldn't end the world. They are good and just... Sorry, can I just, do you have any proof of that? Yes. Through the power of the Night Court, I can sense the intentions of another. For instance, I can tell that you are morally ambiguous, and our friend Jolene here is good and righteous. And oh, yes. using that power, I can sense that the Night Court are good. The power of the Night Court tells me so. So, you... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cassandra? Yes. I'll be real with you. Of course. How else would you be? Oh, just an honourable one. I'm not just an honourable. I'm a thief. Humble to... Wait, a thief? I'm a thief, okay? I steal things... Like Robin Hood? No, wait, Robin Hood doesn't exist. (laughs) Like the wooded Robin? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Exactly like that, except she's halfway there. Okay. She takes from the rich. She hasn't gotten around to giving it to the poor yet. (laughs) (laughs) I've been giving it to you guys. To an extent, <laughs> mainly to my family. No, that's true. You sound pretty good to me. Maybe you just don't know how good you are. You didn't send those fish that you stole from Mistbank back, or any of the eggs you stole from Tabitha. They're fish. They're eggs. Wait. They're you raw stole goods. the eggs. What eggs? Tabitha asked me to kill whoever did that. Tabitha's overreacting. <laughs> <laughs> I did swear on my honor that I would. <laughs> They're also the ones that threatened the rock of Kartos. 
stuff Oh, we were meant to kill you. What? We were sent to kill the people who were threatening the anchor, uh, but then we didn't make it in time, so we just went home. Oh. You know what? I'll take what we can get. Okay. The reason why we were there at the Rock of Kartos was because Kartos himself was about to destroy the world. So you saved the world? We did. So you're good. And so is the Night Court. Great. Now let's bring this boat back around. No. No, we're not going back. The Night Court ordered for you guys to come over and kill us in cold blood. They didn't even tell you why. Cassandra. Yes. According to you, so we were trying to save the world. And we did mm-hmm. save the world. Yes. By destroying Kartos. Mm-hmm. And the Night Court has ordered you to kill whoever destroyed Kartos. So, Kartos was bad. Mm-hmm. And the Night Court wanted me to stop people from killing Kartos. Oh, the Night Court work in mysterious ways, don't Can they? I spell some more about the Night Court, please? <laughs> I'd like to, anything related to, like, doctrine surrounding sure. their, like, moral relativism. <laughs> so that's an eight. Um, if you're looking for an angle of attack against Cassandra so you can own her with logic and reason, uh, one thing you might think about is you heard that the Night Court is not one entity but many, and so the intentions of the Night Court could be varied. They could be both good and bad. Okay, no, listen, no, I, no, I have it. Um, Cassandra, isn't it written in the holy text of the Night Court that once... Where they were many, now they are one, and as they are one, they are strong. Lots of people all joined together into one group. Hmm. Okay, yes, point taken. Have you... Uh, there's no way of saying this without sounding mean. Have you ever had friends? <laughs> I can't believe you'd have to ask that. Vern is my friend? Yeah. Huh. What does that mean? Uh... You're more of a mentor. You're a bit bossy for a <laughs> And besides the point, any group of people is going to have disagreements. Uh, there are going to be differences in opinion, differences in philosophy, differences in drive. Yes, perhaps some elements of the Night Court are good, but it's entirely possible that there are parts of it that aren't. Could you roll parlay to break Cassandra's worldview? Yeah. Fucking shattered it. (laughs) Double sixes. I have ruined this woman's life. (laughs) Okay, I think she just looks at you and says, look, there's obviously no reasoning with you and nothing you have said has affected me at all. Now I'm just going to heal the rest of this injury. And she holds her hand up to her neck. I'm just going to heal the rest of this injury. Um... Oh, technical problem? Sorry, just a... Oh, I can't heal things at the moment. Oh, dear. (laughs) Clara? I think you did that logicking a little too good. (laughs) I Look, I was used to doing this at college with people on my sort of level. I think I might have gone a bit too hard. (laughs) And then Vern just, like, leans over. Oh, don't worry. I'll I'll help. Uh... Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, crud. Thanks for listening. Are your pockets laden with coins and notes that are dragging you down? 
Do you feel like everywhere you go, you're carrying the GDP of a small town around in your back pocket? Then sign up to our Patreon. We've just completed our first full set of five cast interviews, and we also have interesting GM notes detailing the design behind the dungeons our players have been delving into, as well as heaps of short end-of-session moves recordings. Plus, we're sending out our yearly postcard to $10 a month backers in the relatively near future. Get in now! No one's completed our crossword yet, so we're going to give you until next week. If you're stuck, sling us a message and we'll tell you which episode to look at. Bye!